Hello, and welcome to Core Women. My name is Dr. Summer Watson, and I'm the founder of Core Women, and I'm also an empowerment strategist for women. So if you're listening to this podcast to delve more into empowerment strategies, well, you're here for the right reason. However, Core Women was also developed because it's a special place that provides a unique idea of home for the hearts and souls of women. It's a place for us to share our strength, energy, wisdom, and authenticity. It's a place for women to find support and strategic empowerment ideas that will help support their lives. Today on the show, I'd like to welcome Jill Valdez, who is the founder and COO of Link Consulting. She is a skilled strategic planner of people management and team development for the small to mid-sized company. Let's get right into your story, Jill, and welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you on. There's so much for us to talk about here. So let's just jump right into how you have cultivated and grown your skill set to the point where you decided to create your own business. Yeah, thanks. Um, so my background is for 17 years, I was an executive in the nonprofit world. Um, I was an executive pastor at both a startup church and then an established church. And I thought I'd be doing that forever. I loved being a part of full-time ministry and the things that I got to do. Um, but the last church that I was at, I was going through some financial struggles. And so I resigned my position and went to being a volunteer there and still needed to get a job. And so I did. And when I did, I was like, I was really worried because typically church world can be a little bit behind the times as far as what they know and how they practice. And um, it's just, different. And so I was um, out working for a company and found that the skills that I knew of how to create processes, how to simplify things, um, how to improve efficiency, and then how to get the best out of people, I found that it was actually something that was kind of lacking in companies that I had been working for. Um, I was working for this one company. They hired me as their project manager and I uh, developed into being the director of HR. And the owner of the company came to me and said, Jill, you need to be doing this for more than one company at a time. You need to create your own agency. Um, you, you are, um, he said, he goes, I'm being really selfish in keeping you. So go out and create your own agency. I'll be your first client, but go. And he basically kicked me out of the nest. Wow. Well, that's somebody who's really supportive and who's saying, Hey, you no longer need to be here. You need to be going out on your own and, and consulting and, and running your own business. So what is, you know, what is a strategic planner of people? How do you define that? What does that look like? So in, to use words, the buzzwords that everybody knows about now is it's really about improving employee engagement. And taking the team that you have, first of all, it's about making sure that um, your organizational chart is accurate and that you have the right position set up and that there's a development pathway for people on the team. And then it's about taking the team that you have already, matching their personality and their skills and their passion and making sure that it aligns with the vision of the company and then when those two things align, that really is the height of employee engagement. But what happens is it's just this total win-win situation where 
an employee looks forward to coming into work. They, they know that they have opportunity to have an impact on the success of the company. Um, they, they get to feel more like an owner as opposed to just somebody coming in and punching a clock. Gotcha. So they're really feeling engaged and they're really matched appropriately to what they're doing with that company. So it sounds like it really is a win-win in so many, on so many different levels. Absolutely. Yeah. To watch a company that, and typically like these small to mid-sized companies, they're usually doing good. They're not like, you know, circling the drain or anything like right, that when right. they call me. They're, they're usually really good at their business, but they don't have somebody who's thinking about how to get the best out of their people um, and how to set that kind of stuff up for success. And so then when, when I come in and I'm like, hey, you've got these people with this personality and then talking to them about how to improve their communication and watching them um, start being released to have more impact based on what they know and what they're passionate about and what their, their skill set is, then it's amazing to just watch the change in the company. I, I um, helped this one company. I was working with a company and they had hired me because they had some pretty high turnover and they had a lot of turmoil in the existing staff. And when I walked in, literally all the staff was already looking for another job. They were just waiting for another opportunity and then they were going to quit. And the manager, who is the one who hired me, um, didn't know this. And she was like, I just need you to come in because my team, they don't take responsibility. And I, I feel like I'm always the bad person because I'm trying to get them to do stuff. Well, then we talked about personality and we did this workshop on personality and communication and team building. And now it's like night and day. What was really exciting was to see the manager recognize her part in it That's and awesome. then also to see how she adapted based on her understanding of her team and she's happier she looks forward to coming into work now she doesn't you know hate these people um, and they look forward to coming into work because they know that they're going to come in and not get beat up on it's just it's fantastic well, and that leads me to my next question because, you know, you're really setting up or trying to help support their foundation and understand, you know, what their organizational culture and values are as a company, as a small to mid-sized company. And how do you then, because I know that each organization has a culture. So how do you help a company, nonprofit or profit, understand their vision, the purpose of their workforce, and how the two can coincide in a healthy and supportive way? Ah, oh, it's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Uh, I sit down with the owner or, you know, the, the top leaders, and we talk about where do you want to be in three to five years? And we start clearly defining what the vision is and helping them understand that that is more than just a plaque on the wall. And it's more than just a cute saying on the website. It's something that they actually have to plan for and, um, and be mindful of all the time. And then also be mindful of it and passing that along to their team, like helping their team connect why they're doing stuff to the vision of the company. Right. I worked with a, a company and 
and they um, had undergone some massive, massive changes in leadership. And there was a clear vision for the future, but it also uh, required, because there was a new leader, it required some changes, not like massively overhauling, but still some minor changes. And for, for this group, they seemed pretty significant because they've been doing the same thing for seven years. And so the, we helped the leader be able to have the conversations with the team when they were talking about the changes that were being made, when they were talking about um, how they were going to implement some new strategies, try out some new things, even just the idea of trying new things, right. and then constantly tying it back to the vision. Right. And, and helping, and so once you have the vision set, then helping um, the leader and everybody realize that then that sets the culture. And, and the culture is where everybody's working together in unity. There's trust, uh, there's accountability, and there's expectations that everybody's working towards this, and this is the culture. The culture is, is that we're all here working towards this one goal, and that goes across any industry. I mean, that doesn't, that's not even limited to any sort of specific like service industry or whatever. That that applies to any industry is that the culture is, is that we're all working together. We might right. be doing it in a different way. We're using our different strengths, but together we're working and that's the culture. Yeah. And, and I, I like what you're saying. When I'm thinking about this, I just came out with a book as, as, as I, I think we talked about before, but I also think about values and yeah. not just the value that you're receiving or you're providing, but the values that you personally have, number one, and then the values that the company has. And if they don't know that, they need to understand, I would imagine, those values because the values are your like guiding principles. They're your foundation for what drives the company, what gears the company towards its vision and goals. And so when somebody comes into that company as a new employee or as, you know, who somebody who has been there, they need to also look at their own values and say, do my values align with this company? That's I, so good. Right? I mean, because, yeah. and, and I think that would become before vision many times because if they don't, then you need to do some self-exploration and say, hmm, am I going to stay here? Does this align yeah. with my values? If it doesn't, then I need to reevaluate where I am and where I want to be. And the company needs to do the same thing and set out their values and say, hey, folks, these are our values. This is going to really help us define our vision. And so values and having the individual and the company come together to, with their values is so crucial to really achieving that vision together. I would imagine. Oh, oh yeah. So, so right. Right. Um, yeah. If it, and that's where some, that's where sometimes conflict comes in, in companies is that, even if so, you know, some values are kind of inherent just because of who the leadership is. And right. so companies tend to adopt their values. Yes. But when you have a company of even like 10 employees, anywhere from 10 to 30 employees, if everybody's values aren't in alignment, then that's where you have people just kind of going off and doing their own thing. So you're right. so right. It's so important. And 
And I don't think that businesses pay enough attention to that. The idea of clearly communicating, this is what we value because it drives behavior. Right. Exactly. It is the foundation for behavior. Your values are going to gear you in the direction that you want to go, be it who you date, who you marry, who you, you know, where you work. Values are really important. And I think that I would imagine that companies would want to focus in on that because if their values, if they're not clear about their value system and they bring somebody in and those people that are coming in don't realize what that value system is and it doesn't align with them, really? Are they going to stay there? Are they going to have high turnover? Are their employees yeah. going to be happy? I mean, that's something that's really important. And I think then comes vision, which is really essential as well. But me, um, when I think about what you're doing here, I think there's so much, it's so layered, but let me ask you something else. So you started your own business, you go out, you get kicked out of the nest and somebody, <laughs> you know, you have the courage to do this. And you're like, oh man, okay, so here I am, I'm jumping, you know, and I'm going to take this leap and you start your own business. What did that feel like? And what was the vision for your company at this point? What does Link stand for? How did you want to develop your company? And what was the vision? Well, originally the vision was, okay, I'm really great at what I do and I love helping companies. I love my biggest passion is taking either a person or a company that feels like they're stuck in status quo, wants to develop, doesn't know how, here I come, here's what we're going to do. We do it. Boom. It's a win. Yay. And I thought, (laughs) so my original thought was that people were going to find out, oh, Jill's available. She can come and help my company. She can come work with us. And um, I figured that I would just be pretty busy. And <laughs> that was not the case. I know, shocking. You're like, okay, here I yeah. am. Now, what do you do? Well, yeah, fortunately, um, I had, I had an opportunity to be able so I have a part time job. Um, it, I call it my side gig, even though it still lines up with who I am and what I love to do, but, uh, it, it helps kind of keep me from freaking out too much about the finances. Right. But the biggest thing is then too, is I had to, I had to learn about marketing. I had to learn about how to have these conversations, how to let people know what I do. And, um, and so that's been my big growth over the last year is learning about how to have the conversations figuring out where to have those conversations, who the right person is to have those conversations with. In the meantime, I have been really blessed to have some great people in my circle who have cheered for me and championed for me. And, um, and so I've gotten some other clients that way as well. Eventually with Link, I want to be doing Link full time because really Link is that missing piece to help a company that is wanting to get to the next level, doesn't know how to do it, and Link is that missing piece that's going to help them propel to the next level. Gotcha. Well, and so when did you start your company? August of 2018. Well, it's new, it's fresh, and yeah, it takes courage. It takes a lot of work, 
And it also takes, you know, you don't have employees at that point. So juggling and figuring out, oh, I've got to do marketing. I've got to do strategy. I've got to apply, you know, I've got to reach out and do connecting. I've got to do collaborations to a certain degree, you know, so there's a lot of creation that goes into starting a company and it can be yeah. tough. You know, because you think, oh, yes, I'm going to have these clients. I'm going to get going. I'm going to, that's not how it always rolls out initially. It takes so yeah. much more time, energy, and effort. But again, as an entrepreneur myself, it definitely goes back to passion. It goes back yes. to your own values and what you foresee happening and what you love about what you're doing. Because if you don't love yeah. it, being an entrepreneur is a tough business. Yeah. And my dad is very entrepreneurial, so I've grown up watching him start companies and start biz start businesses. It's probably a part of what kind of flawed me to begin with, too. And so I was about six months in, and I was having a day. I was super discouraged. I called up my dad. I'm like, Dad, did you ever struggle? You know, were there were there times where you worried whether you were going to make it or not? You know, did you? you just start making profit right off the bat? And he's like, Oh, I never struggled. I always made profit. I'm like, and I'm hanging up now. Goodbye. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. And, and, but he was in, he's in a totally different industry. He's, okay. he's a barber. And so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. he's got a service, you know, that almost so many people need, you know, right off the bat. Yes. And, that, and that's what's really important. Now, I'm glad you mentioned it, that one, you had somebody to turn to actually who, who was a, a supportive and that was somewhat of a model, you know, of being an entrepreneur, number one. Number two, that you also knew that this was going to have steps. You were going to have to take the steps to get to where you to get to that bigger vision, to get to that link, to link yourself up with that next step, right? And that meant, yeah. how do you market? How do you go out and network? Who are the people that you're going to surround yourself with that are going to champion, like you said, for you? I mean, there are a lot of different factors that go into really being successful at what you're passionate about. Yeah. I, I look at where I'm at now compared to a year and a half ago, and there's been so much growth. And even though I still am not able to do this full time. There's so much growth. I've learned so, so much. And, and with that, I've been able to help other people, you know, help other yeah. entrepreneurs who are just getting started. Like I'm a year and a half ahead of them. So those places where they're like, I don't know what to do. And maybe I need to spend my time here. I can be like, well, that may very well be, this was my experience. And, and to be able to encourage others, you know, they might, they'll probably never be like, a client of mine per se, but I still love being able to add value to, to their life and be able to help them be successful. Absolutely. And, you know, I love that because one thing in my book that we have in the very last chapter is what we call a glance back. And there are many times people will say, don't look back, but I don't believe that's true. When you look back, you want to see how far you've come. And, exactly. And, and there is wisdom from that gain wisdom from how far you've come. Just like when I look back, I think, wow, if I didn't start this podcast, I wouldn't be 85 episodes in. If I didn't start, you know, I wouldn't know the women that I know today. I wouldn't right? have, right. 
I mean, it, there are yeah. some amazing things, how I've added value maybe to their life and they provided value to my life. And it's been such a great exchange that I'm so inspired every day. Every time I get to talk to um, somebody new like yourself, Jill. So yeah, I mean, it's an exciting time. And so I'm glad you mentioned that. Sometimes take a glance back because you want to see how far you've come and how much value you've been able to share with other people and they've shared with you. Yeah. So. And, and it's encouraging. Like when you look at where you've come from, um, my husband and I, we like to hike. And sometimes when we're out doing a long hike, like this summer, we hiked uh, the highest mountain here in Arizona. And <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if we're going to make this, but to look, <laughs> That's awesome. but to look back and see how far that we had come was so much more encouraging sometimes than to look at, um, where we were going. Right. And then that gave me the boost to be able to say, okay, look at how far I've come. I can keep going. And it, yeah. it's the same way with, with anything in life is, there are times where you have to look back and say, look at how far I've come. Look at, look at how much I've grown. Look at how much I've learned. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I think those are really important lessons and they're really positive. You know, it's, it's a really positive perspective to come from. Now we're getting towards the end of the interview. So I always ask those that are on the Corwin podcast, um, this last question. If you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom, what would they be? I would tell them that as they think about where they want to be, as they think about where they want to go, that they would be encouraged to take the leap and to embrace who they are and who they want to be and just keep pushing forward, keep learning keep growing, keep looking for opportunities to develop into that person that you believe that you're called to be. Oh, I love those words of wisdom. Thank you so much, Jill, for joining me on the Core Women podcast today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It was an honor. If you'd like to know more about Jill Valdez, you can follow her on LinkedIn and also go to her website at linkconsulting.com. I-N-F-O. If you need a strategic empowerment coach, contact me. If you want to tell your story of empowerment or how you have reconstructed your life to drive change, send me a video or an email of your story providing permission to use it on my social media platforms. If you want to be featured on my podcast, reach out to me at info at corewomen.com. I want to hear from you and to get to know you. You are now part of the Core Women Home. Let's get to know each other. Let's learn from one another. Please follow Core Women on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let your women friends know about this podcast. If you write about Core Women in your social media posts, please hashtag Core Women. This is all about women. Thank you for taking the time to learn more about Core Women, and please stay tuned for continued growth of the Core Women movement. Let's grow and drive change together. 